Welcome to the No Rain, No Rainbows podcast. This is a show about pushing through obstacles and hard times in order to live a happy and fulfilled life. I'm your host, Ted Fayton, and it's a pleasure to have you joining us. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's grow. Welcome back, everybody, to an episode of No Rain, No Rainbows. Glad you're with us today, and I am excited. We have Emmanuel Thomas, a.k.a. Manny, in the building. How are you doing today? I'm blessed and highly favored, my man, so thank you for having me. I love it. I love it. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the show today. And uh, um, I just want to give our viewers first an an opportunity, our viewers and our listeners, an opportunity to kind of get introduced to you, find out who you are and uh, what it is you do. So why not let them know? Yeah, uh, who I am, I'm just a man. (laughs) I'm a vessel on earth to help connect people to their dreams. Um, for the past eight, nine years, I've been an HR professional. Uh, I love the employee relations side of it, employee law, because it's all about taking care of people. Mm-hmm. But operating outside of those corporate politic, corporate political spaces, um, I am a transformational mindset coach. Um, I have mentees. I have a few clients. I'm a freelance columnist. I write for a few media outlets. I am an author of The Power of Thinking Inside the Box, mm-hmm. and I am a public speaker. I just got back from Silicon Valley roughly two weeks ago from uh, speaking in Palo Alto, which yeah. was an amazing experience. So just a man trying to live a meaningful life and trying to live this legacy versus just leaving this legacy. I love that. I love that. And I know by the time this uh, episode airs, you'll most likely be back on the West Coast. Indeed. And um, we'll jump right into the subject matter because when we were discussing this this episode and, and the topic here, um, you mentioned three things, which the third floored me. The first was IQ, mm-hmm. which many are familiar with. The second was EQ, mm-hmm. which a number of our listeners I'm sure are familiar with as well. But AQ, that was actually a new concept to me. So really quick, introduce our, our listeners to those three and more specifically the last one and, and how we can start diving into developing all three. Absolutely. EQ is your emotional quotient. Yeah. Um, some call it emotional intelligence. Most of us have it. Some of us don't. Uh, IQ is your into, uh, intelligence quotient. Um, and AQ is your adaptability quotient. Mm-hmm. And that is the one that people take for granted because they don't really know much about it, uh, including myself um, prior to these past few months. But your AQ is vital because despite where you are on the EQ scale, where you are on the IQ scale, if you don't have, in a sense, the, the expansion joint to expand and shrink when it comes to being exposed to new challenges, new atmospheres, maneuvering through different ecosystems, you're, you're going to fail because you won't be able to adjust. Yeah. So it's really about, you know, understanding one's adjustment when they begin to peek past the status quo. Mm-hmm. And it's so perfect that we're talking about this topic because um, the title of the podcast, No Rain, No Rainbows, right? Mm-hmm. About kind of facing adversities, going through your storms to reach your rainbows. And a lot of times um, for anyone that goes through, through struggle, and I'm sure they know that the person that you go in that struggle is not the same person that comes out of that Absolutely. struggle. There's some level of adaptability mm-hmm. that has to happen to grow through it. Um is AQ something that can be developed before the storm comes for somebody to, I guess, improve their ability to withstand the storm? With AQ, it's funny because there's really no unit of measurement mm-hmm. because you have to go through to see if you can tap into it. Yeah. Um, a, great indi- a great indicator of AQ is stress. Most people, A, don't know they're dealing with stress. Mm-hmm. Most people do. 
But those who do, the question would be, how are you managing that stress? Mm. Because stress is, again, indicating a few things. It can indicate that you are operating beyond your means and you didn't prepare for it. It can mean that you are embracing new challenges. Some would call it new levels, new devils. Mm -hmm. So, again, understanding that stress is always going to be there. But throughout the fluctuation of your highs and your lows, the only thing that should be stable within that fluctuation is you. Yeah. And, and that's where AQ comes in, because if you can't stay grounded throughout the roller coaster ride of these emotions, these life instances happening to you, through you, around you, within you, you're going to crash and burn sooner or later because stress, man, mm -hmm. that's that's really everything. People fail to realize that most chronic illnesses start within the mind. Yeah. And that's what affects biochemistry and it trickles down. The body is just an instrument. Yeah. And um I really try to help my mentees, help clients understand that because people are brilliant, but you're one of one. And if you don't know how you operate, you're, you're in danger mm -hmm. because life is going to happen. <laughs> Can you adapt to it? Yeah. And it's funny because um, the current season I am in life between engagement, house, planning the marriage and things, um, it came almost at a perfect time because... For the past year and a half to almost two years now, I've been doing a practice where every morning I meditate for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. And as I meditate and I'm getting more in tune with my thoughts and, and my body and the way things work, I'm actually realizing I spend a lot of my days stressed. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I've reduced my stress. Mm -hmm. I think I've simply just been more aware of it. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting that I say it like that because most people think, well, meditating, you're supposed to be calm. You, you're not supposed mm -hmm. to be stressed because you meditate. However, I think I'm just more aware of my level of stress. But because I'm aware of it, I'm able to manage it. I'm able to kind of understand, okay, maybe it's time to pull back, right? So some of that adaptability for me was kind of first understanding myself. What kind of journey um, can some of our listeners go on to kind of tap into understanding their stress levels, understanding how they can stay grounded through the struggles. Sure. There are so many venues, man. And you hit a great point with meditation alone, whether it be mindfulness, transcendental, you have to understand that meditation isn't just calmness. Mm -hmm. Meditation, in my definition, is a detachment from reality. Mm -hmm. Because most people who are going through things, if you're happy, by default, you're not going to meditate. Mm -hmm. Meditation is a practice. So when I meditate, I do it to detach because that is a release physically when it comes to endorphins, however you want to see it, that's a release. And that builds, again, a discipline that allows you to stay grounded because stress, to your point, we all go through it. It's about managing it. Mm -hmm. You can go the pharmaceutical way. You can go the organic way. You can go vegan. It doesn't matter. You're going to have it because that's just part of the human makeup. Yeah. Living in fight or flight mode 24-7, that's what's dangerous. Mm -hmm. And most people don't understand or know that they're living in fight or flight mode. And that's what's scary. That's where heart issues start to become mm -hmm. into play. Like myself, when I was going through this, this peak in my life uh, last year, I was doing so much, trying to get so much done. And like I mentioned earlier, new levels, new devils. I went to the doctor seven times within two weeks. Wow. No medical physician. 
could tell me what was wrong with me. One told me that it was pericarditis. One told me that it was Bright's disease. One told me that I was gassy. One told me that I was having minor stroke symptoms. One told me that I was just tired. <laughs> I was like, bro, it's, it's deeper than that because, see, I know my body. But I also know the pressure that I began to put on myself. But I was mismanaging those pressures mm -hmm. because I was staying busy versus delegating time, attention, calm mm -hmm. to these pressures, trying to put out these fires. I was just busy, busy, busy. Yeah. But um, you have to just figure out what works for you. And that's the biggest piece for the listener because meditation may not be it. You may operate best in chaos, in crowds, mm -hmm. you know, in noise. Because depending on your artistry, that's that's what you may need to be most proficient and efficient. Yeah. So just really taking out the time to, in a sense, date yourself first. Because if you can't date yourself, how can you expect the world to embrace you with open arms and love you? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And to kind of make make a metaphor out of what we're talking about, it's almost, have you ever skied or snowboard? I haven't, man. On Cool Board, it's on PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, so the way like snowboarding works and I learned how to snowboard in college and I fell in love with it. You start at the top of the mountain and it's all about speed management, kind of like stress. Mm -hmm. You have this metal rim or this metal edge all around the snowboard. And when you lean on one side or the other, the edge digs into to the snow and it slows you down. So you, you pretty much, you're falling down the mountain on a slick piece of plexiglass mm -hmm. and you use the edges to manage your speed and control yourself. And for anyone that learns how to snowboard, when the speed becomes too much, you fall. Mm. And it kind of is like stress. However, what I found for me when I start getting overwhelmed or I see what's on my plate, um, I've always revert, just adverted to action. Oh, to take action mm. and start going, start going. I'd lean into the edge, if you would. Lean into that edge. Mm -hmm. well, sometimes I've leaned too much into the edge. Now back to snowboarding and then the snow will deny me and I come falling onto the other edge and I face plant. And it knocks the wind out of me. Mm. How can we prevent ourselves from in life stacking the deck too high, trying to take on too much, trying to eat the whole elephant instead of the small bites? Because, I mean, on this podcast, we always we always tell people, you know, to increase our mental toughness and mm -hmm. to increase our resilience. It's adding a manageable amount of pressure. Is there a way to gauge that? Yeah, there are plenty of ways to mitigate self-inflicted wounds when mm -hmm. it comes to that pressure you have to just know your extent you have to know your reach you have to know your limits especially when you again when you begin to step into new dimensions of life you start to experience new idioms of thought you don't know what's going to come with that because growing is great but what comes with growing pains mm -hmm. right so a good way is to document your movement it's very cliche to say, but it's it's very true because when you learn how to document your movements and you hold yourself accountable to staying true to what you put on paper, mm -hmm. again, that's a discipline that you put in place because now you're taking the pressure off of being impulsive or reactive because I have this random time throughout the day to do this. No, learn how to manage your time because time management is key, personal life or pro professional life. Mm -hmm. So documenting your movement, first and foremost, that will build the bridge. So now if you have X amount of items on this to-do list, you can see what's most important, what takes precedence over what, what doesn't. 
all right, start from there and, and move down. So scratch off as you go. Mm-hmm. Because again, when you don't have direction, man, you're, you're lost. Yeah. So it's just building the best practice that works for you and everyone's different. So, you know, it, it's so much information to intake to see if it's going to be best utilized when it comes to your way of just maneuvering through your day to day, your ecosystem. Mm-hmm. But you have to figure that out and you can't rely on people per se to help you with that mm-hmm. because people can only compliment what you let them know you're doing or who you are. Yeah. Like the pressure's on you and the pressure's good, but you have to manage the pressure. Like don't take that for granted because again, it's like a free fall, man. It's mm-hmm. like jumping out of a plane with no parachute. If you come unprepared, you're going to hit that ground. Mm-hmm. But if you jump out with the parachute, your chance of surviving 100%. Yeah. What would you say to somebody who thinks they're better off without the pressure? Who thinks like, you know what? I don't, I don't need that. If one feels that they are never in a position to where they need the pressure, that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because the first question is, well, what are you doing with your life? What's your purpose? Yeah. We all have gifts. We all have talents, but life is about purpose, moving very, very strategically. Because again, when you move through life aimlessly, that's dangerous because you have no targets. I'm sure you'll agree. I'd rather aim high and hit versus, I'm sorry, aim high and miss versus aim low and hit. Yeah. And life is about adventure, man. It's about exposure, experiences, like finding the best soil, man, finding where you can blossom best. It's just like you and I talked about earlier. You can grow where you're planted, sure. But you still have to put yourself out there. Go to where the people are. Go to where the experiences are. It's like showing a child who grew up in a Section 8 upbringing mm-hmm. a mansion. If they see more, they can believe that there is more there. But if you only keep them in this Section 8, now it's muscle memory. Yeah, That's all I know. So the pressure, man, it has to be there. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you, you, can, you can't undervalue it. You, you, you have to. Because if you don't acknowledge it you're not living yeah it's almost that people don't recognize what's out there absolutely for example i spent 27 years of my life never having a chick-fil-a chicken biscuit i was mad when i had one it's life (laughs) i was like what is this and it's better than popeyes he said that i did say that yeah and i mean that we'll have your uh your your contact handles at the end for people to (laughs) kind (laughs) of send you their grievances on that no one thing one thing i I will add in is um a good friend of mine used to always say you can't climb a smooth mountain Mm. Mm. um and it just goes to show there has to be those up and downs there has to be those things that you can catch grip on that you that you can you know hold on to and look down and say i've come this far Mm-hmm. versus you continuously working and going nowhere. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. keep that in mind. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You can't climb a smooth mountain. Yeah. yeah. You need the peaks and valleys mm-hmm. along the yeah. way. Uh, that was my anchoring journey. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, how's it going? Down, yeah. Yeah. Hey, peaks yeah. and valleys. But the peaks get higher, the valleys get shallower along mm-hmm. the way. But that is required yeah. for growth. And what do they say? The um, the peaks can't teach you what the valleys can. Ooh, I like that. And that's very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's very true. I think most of my growth has come in my valleys. Absolutely. Yep. I want to marry the three here, the EQ, the Mm -hmm. IQ, and the AQ, Mm -hmm. because um, as we were talking about before, as I'm diving into these books, what I'm trying to do is diversify myself. I'm trying to expand my horizons on what I know. Like they say, the the smartest person in the the room is aware of how little they actually know. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I'm in a season of, of knowledge overload where 
you know, those closest to me, my fiance, she'll say, you know, you're so smart. And I think I take that as a compliment, mm-hmm. but I also am 100% aware of how little I know in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. So me being who I am, I hear the EQ, the IQ, and the AQ. Can I successfully practice all three? You already do. Hmm. The main thing is people don't tap into the AQ. That's the main thing because, again, you're really unaware of it until you're exposed in it or you're thrown into it. Mm -hmm. It's like hiring a physician, let's say a surgeon. Mm -hmm. He has the intellect because he's had extended years of schooling. He's credentialed. He's licensed. He knows what he's doing. He has the IQ for that. When it comes to helping the family of who he's going to be operating on, keeping them level-headed, keeping them balanced, keeping them in a space to where they trust him in his hands, being that this is my profession, this is my craft, you can believe that I'm going to take care of your son or your daughter. But let's say hypothetically he's just coming out of school Mm -hmm. and this is his first surgery. Now, does he have the adaptability to stay calm knowing that this life is now in his hands, literally, Mm -hmm. in comparison to a 20-year surgeon to where it's muscle memory. I can do it with my eyes closed because I've seen this. I know what this looks like. The new physician, something goes wrong within the surgery. It's real now. Mm -hmm. Life is in your hands. Can you stay grounded in that? Because you've never seen that. Mm -hmm. Can you adapt to that? Yeah. Can you stand on your studies? Can you stand on your experience? Can you stand on what you know for a fact will work if you stay true to it? Mm -hmm. That pressure. In comparison to a 20-year surgeon, I've seen this before. We're going to come out of this high-fiving. Yeah. Like, that's AQ. Just staying grounded. It's like I mentioned. As the emotions, as life, and everything in between fluctuate, the only thing that should be stable within that is you. Mm-hmm. Like, that's AQ. Yeah. And when you are aware of that in real time, that's when you're growing. Not just reacting to it, mm-hmm. but when you can respond to it accordingly. That's when you know you're on your way to becoming the best version of yourself like really operating in your capacity because yeah. you have no capacity yeah like none of us do we have no ceiling mm-hmm. but you have to understand that to understand that absolutely that's like something i read once which i loved because it, it almost it's like the fight or flight right mm-hmm. where it mentioned that you know in in the moments of greatest pressure is where we find out who we really are absolutely. and sometimes people avoid those situations because they're afraid to find out who they are mm-hmm. they're afraid to look in the mirror but you know, to tap into that fight or flight mode. Mm-hmm. Us as, as as beings, we've advanced technologically mm-hmm. so much faster than we have biologically. And because of that, our our stress responses to things like meeting a deadline at work or me getting this podcast out on time or if if the computer were to go dead right now, that fight or flight's gonna tap in the same way one of my ancestors would have mm-hmm. reacted to being hunted by a tiger. Absolutely. Um Managing that, I think, is is kind of what you're talking about. Is like staying grounded. Um, a practice I do is when I when I really feel the stress piling on me. Yeah, let me breathe. Yeah, let me feel my body. Um, tap into it. I think it was Bear Grylls in an article. This was years ago. He he mentioned they asked if he was nervous when he did these high risk things, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Being nervous." puts my body in a heightened sense to mm-hmm. react appropriately to the situation at hand. So yes, I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. Just like they say, you can't be brave 
unless you're scared. Absolutely. It's it's almost like the it's a prerequisite. Absolutely. You need that pressure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and when you own that, and it's okay to let people know that, mm-hmm. because see, we have this shell of trying to hide that side of ourselves from people. We don't want to show people that we're transparent. We don't want to be vulnerable because we don't want to be viewed as weak. No, weakness is the greatest strength, first mm-hmm. and foremost, because once you own it, no one can take that away from you. Yeah. And James Allen said it best, author of As a Man Thinketh, circumstance doesn't make the man. Mm-hmm. It reveals him to himself. Mm-hmm. And that's so true because, again, life's going to happen. Yeah. How are you going to respond to it? I love that. When you said weakness is the greatest strength, I'm writing that down right now. And it reminds me of kind of like they mentioned um, us men or mm-hmm. even, you know, the women listening could pride themselves on being warriors or knights. But a warrior or a knight with clean armor has never been in battle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the vulnerabilities in their armor that sh- shows how strong they are. Absolutely. When I played football in high school, we would take pride in the in the scuffs and the scratches mm-hmm. in our pads because a it showed we had playing time mm-hmm. but b it showed that we hit somebody it, it showed that we we were rugged we went through the trenches and we came out on the other side yeah. and we wear those scars proudly absolutely um to get a little personal here if, if you don't mind you can be Please. as transparent as you want um i guess what are some of the scars you wear proudly or some of the storms you've kind of uh, been able to get through yourself that gives you confidence to to push through the storms that might be coming your way in the future. Yeah, uh, so many. Most recent storms, 2019 was a very, very tough year for me. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, I lost someone who was very dear to me in terms of who I felt was my better half at the time. But in all actuality, she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But it was a great experience to spend time with her because I knew where I was going in life. And she was meant to be in my life for a season, not for a reason. Mm -hmm. Losing her. I lost my home. I lost my car. Went through a very emotional custody battle with my two daughters. Um, Lost the time that I typically spend with them. Literally lost everything. I lost my health, my mind temporarily. But I always trusted God and always trusted myself. Mm -hmm. Not to get spiritual. But I know that I can do all things through him. Mm-hmm. And all that I go through, all that I went through, all that I will go through, it's not in vain. And without no test, there's no testimony. Yeah. So understanding that, staying grounded in that truth, realizing those notions, like that dogma within myself, that's what I'm here for. My purpose in life is to help others find their purpose in life. Mm-hmm. And I can't relate to people if I can't understand what they're going through on some level yeah it's like a millionaire who tries to talk to you about being broke but they were born into an inheritance of 300 million bucks now you lose that 300 million yeah that's struggle because you've never had to endure that type of influx but i know what ground zero feels like Mm -hmm. and it was a great building ground for me yeah because i had nowhere to go but up yeah and that's where i am where i am today um Back on my feet for the most part, the healthiest I've ever been. Uh, many doors have been, been open here. Again, I'm moving out to California. I have a number of great things in place. And the world will take notice of who I am mm-hmm. because I have a voice. I have a story, as we all do. So the main thing that I want to help people with is understanding that even though your chapters may read differently, 
we all have the same book. Mm. So just make sure your book is worth reading versus just throwing back on the shelf because you didn't do a good job writing. It. Absolutely. And I always say I trust the next chapter because I know the author. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's amazing. You know, and, and playing it into the mindset, right? As, as you, you coach on mindset. When I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis when I was 23, mm. I'm sitting in a hospital bed, get morphine every three hours. And I had the weirdest thought and don't know why it popped in my head. But I remember sitting there, I'm in pain, I'm laying in this hospital bed, and I'm just thinking like, this is why I can be great. Absolutely. It was, for me, in, in my life so far, some of the darkest times I could think of. When I'm 23, I don't know if I'm losing my large intestine, I don't know what's going on with me, and and I'm scared. My pa I see my dad cry for the second time in my life, but I just remember thinking to myself, you know, this is why. I can be great. I can mm -hmm. get through this, right? And it was this was end of November into December, and I remember I had to get my energy back. I had to go from not being able to get out of the bed to walking across mm -hmm. the room to now walking up and down the hallway. And as Christmas was coming close, I remember calling my parents. I said, Mom, grab a couple ornaments off the tree. I want to put it on my IV pole. Mm -hmm. I love it. <laughs> and the nurses are laughing. I'm like, this is my Christmas tree. And I was able to get out of the hospital before Christmas and I lost 30 pounds within the month. I was weak. I regained muscle in 26 days, January 26th. I'm on top of a mountain snowboarding, bringing it full circle to managing the stress, right? All that to say mindset. AQ. AQ. That's what got me through that. And I, I don't know why it popped in my head. I don't know where it came from. I remember thinking at the time, this is a weird thought to have. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's a dark time and this is what you're thinking, but uh, it got, it kept me going. Yeah. And Steve Job mentioned it best. May his soul rest in peace. You can't connect the dots moving forward. You can only do it moving backwards. Mm -hmm. That's experience, man. That's life. Yeah. You piece it together. You piece that puzzle together and you make it make sense <sighs> because as we evolve, so do we. Yeah. And again, we don't go through things just to go through it. More importantly, we don't go through things for us. We go through things for others yeah. because we're going to give that testimony. We're going to give that story. We're going to give that experience to others who will eventually cross that bridge, who have crossed that bridge, but they may not have an outlet to talk to someone who haven't experienced it. Mm -hmm. It's never for us, man. It's, yeah. it's all service. And when you understand that it's all service and you're service minded, the blessings, man, you may as well just hold the phone above your head mm -hmm. because they're going to pour in because that's part of being humane. Mm -hmm. Don't be a human being. Be a humane being. I like that. People just want to know you care. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't care who you are. I don't care about your status, your titles, your credentials. That doesn't matter to me. You can miss me with it, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. How do you treat people? Period. Mm -hmm. So last question before uh, I share your information and we, we wrap it up. A lot of times he's mentioned, you know, the dots connect in hindsight and we're always working towards a picture, right? As we put together that picture, we usually don't see the full scope of what we're creating until it's mm -hmm. just about done. What is the picture you're trying to paint right now? To be honest with you, I'm not really focusing on the brushstrokes. Mm -hmm. I'm just focusing on the frame, making sure the frame is keeping that picture in place. I like that. Because like I mentioned, man, I have no capacity. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this thing one brushstroke at a time. Yeah. And if it comes out becoming the Mona Lisa, I'm all for it. Mm -hmm. If not, I'm still all for it because it's still going to be me. Yeah. 
Emmanuel Thomas, author of The Power of Thinking Inside the Box. Where can, can folks connect with you yeah, yeah. And, and get more information from you and, and follow your journey? Yeah, absolutely. On Instagram, Twitter, I am at ET, the motivator. Mm-hmm. Uh, if one wanted to learn more about my personal story, my website is EmpowerSite, and that's E-M-P-O-W-E-R, site, S-I-G-H-T, dot com. And if you wanted to dive into the book, um, I'd be not only honored for you to add it to your collection because I do know it can help you in some degree. Uh, you can visit it on Amazon.com, The Power of Thinking Inside the Box. It's on Barnes and Nobles. It's on Apple. If you wanted to do ebook, a few more places. Um, yeah, I am an open book and my information's out there. So if you're meant to connect with me. It will happen. Absolutely. And uh, I'm I'm going to do my myself the service of getting that book. I'll also put the link in the show notes for folks to get it themselves. And selfishly, I might want to ask you to sign it for me Absolutely. if you don't I, mind. I, I actually brought one for you, man. Did you really? I did. Oh, man. This, I did. It's the best day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll send you the bill. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. I'll Venmo you or Cash yeah, App no, or just PayPal. You're good. It's all for you, my man. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. And, and to our mm-hmm. listeners, I know they had so much value from this. Mm-hmm. Um, just recapping some of the things that... Um, um, you have to go through it. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people, they know about the EQ. They know about the, the IQ. Mm-hmm. But tap into the AQ. Tap into your adaptability quotient mm-hmm. and document your movements. I love that. that Absolutely. That, that notion because a lot of times we don't pay attention to ourselves as we go through these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you go through life without aim, you have no targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I almost fell out of my seat. Yeah, you right. don't, man. <laughs> you don't. And uh, yeah. Andre, did anything jump out to you, man? No, nah, I, I will say, though, that I, I mean, I'm just proud of you, man. I'm, you. I remember the very first time I met you at Greenville Hustle. Yeah. Um, you were typing yeah. your book out, and I shook your hand, sat down with you, chopped it up with you for a little bit. And watching you go through that period that you talked about, I remember we met multiple times mm-hmm. for coffee, and, man, just seeing you go through it, like, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going through things in life and I mean I know you've been going through a stressful time in life but I mean brother you getting you're, you you pulled yourself out of it you and, feel and me and I, and I thank um, you and cuz I mean we like we had deep yeah. we've had deep conversations deep bro so um just just being able like like we talked the other day about you in LA and I'm like or out west and I'm like man like yeah. Bro, you pulled yourself out. Like I'm proud. You said you were gonna do it, and you did it, man. So Thank yeah, you, I just want to add that in because I met you when you were yeah. you weren't low, but you were you were headed down there, man. Yeah. So I'm I'm proud to say like you. Bro, I watched you do it. Don't let anyone take anything from you. Say you haven't done anything, but because I've seen you pull a complete yeah. 360, bro. So Andre, yeah, that, I'm proud of that. That means everything, man. Yeah, bro. Because, Real talk. Yeah, to your point, we we have chopped. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Don't think I'm still not holding you accountable. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know, man. Trust me. I know you are. Every time I, bro, you're the only, every single time I I go with my calendars, he's the only person with the book emoji. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I see it, I'm like, I know he's, I know he's waiting to see it. Yeah, man. I appreciate you, brother. We all have one. We all have at least one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We all have a story, man. Absolutely. We do. Which, speaking of accountability, that's going to be the next modern man that comes out um, Mm -hmm. April 25th. We'll be talking about that. That's me right there, right? Yeah. 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 And you got it, man. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, I believe in yeah. you, man. And, and you do it on your time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't, yeah. don't, don't. Let That's me. one thing I learned, man. We were yeah. at a networking event, and this man sitting there on his laptop. Mm-hmm. I was like, what's, "What's going on, brother?" He was like, "Not much, man. Just write my book." Yeah. I was like, yeah. "And you challenged okay. me that day too." <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I think I, sure I, did. I said mm-hmm. it was either I was talking about the podcast or I was talking about a project. And I said, mm-hmm. "I'm going to try doing this," and you looked mm-hmm. at me and said, "You, you will." Mm-hmm. That's right. You will. You corrected me immediately. Mm-hmm. I said, "Oh." 
because certain <laughs> yeah. certain people you know and despite how friendly I may be I don't just engage with people mm-hmm. if I know it's going to fall on deaf ears mm-hmm. it's certain things you can see in certain people when you make eye contact man mm-hmm. yeah and this 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 circle the social circle you guys have man mm-hmm. you guys are cultivating something beautiful within here in Greenville man you guys yeah. have beautiful minds so I want to be a part of it, even if it's mm-hmm. indirectly, because yeah. I want to say, no, that's my man. Mm-hmm. Trey's my man. Yeah. Trey's my man. So, yeah, absolutely. Right. Well, Manny, I see you, brother. Yeah. I mm-hmm. love you, brother. Yeah. Appreciate yeah, it. I wish you, brother. All the Let us know if you need anything, man. Yeah. Love yeah. you, brother, for real. Yeah. yeah. And everybody that made it to the end of the episode, as we always say, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. But you can't get the pleasure without a little pain. That's right. Let's go. The No Rain, No Rainbows podcast is recorded at Camaraderie, a collective workspace in Greenville, South Carolina, right off the Swamp Rabbit Trail. If you're looking for a place to grow your business, network with other professionals, and establish your own workspace, Camaraderie is the place to do so. Get access to high-speed internet, private showers and towel service, free methodical coffee, and free beer on tap. For more details, be sure to head over to camaraderiecowork.com or hit the link in the show notes and find out how you can lock in your space with rates starting at just $99 a month. Be sure to tell them that Ted sent you and try it out for free. You never know, you just might find a new home at Camaraderie. Let's grow.